Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Talking TV and Shit. Today we got the same crew back as last week. We got uh, old Dalvi. What's up? And Mr. Jeffers. Ahoy. <laughs> Let's start off with a nice round of Am I an Asshole, I think, to get us warmed up here. Am I an asshole for using my Judaism as an excuse to not go to things? Such as, and because I'm not like a practicing Jew, I something such as someone asked me to go fishing or something, an activity that I don't particularly enjoy. I say, oh, sorry, man, it's Rosh Hashanah. What you gonna do? Lashanat Tova, a good New Year to you and yours. I mean, yeah, I guess that works to get out of like doing something like fishing with somebody. I don't think any of these would work to like take the day off of work though. <laughs> no, probably not. What is like the highest profile thing you would try to get out of by using the Jewish holiday? Like, what if somebody invited you to their wedding and this this, this really wasn't for you? I think I think the only holiday that you could probably pull that off with 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 and with just about anything, honestly, it would be Yom Kippur since you got a fast. I mean, that gets you at fasting. That should get you out of just about anything. That's true. That's a yeah, good yeah. I just I just don't know how you argue with somebody fasting. That's a they just don't they don't even have the energy to get up and go. Well, then really converting to Islam would be the best because <laughs> at least in the United States if you, you know, didn't have any Muslim friends like, oh no, it's Ramadan, like I I can't do anything. <laughs> and like everybody knows that there's a lot of days of Ramadan. So like Conceivably, any day to somebody who's not like well versed in the Islamic calendar, like you're golden. Or like if you're a Muslim woman, you don't have to go anywhere. <laughs> uh, I have a. Am I an asshole? I hope they're not like. I hope they can't hear me right now. But my next door, uh, the apartment next door to me. <laughs> Last night, they were having what seemed like a pretty heated argument late in the middle of the night. So my girlfriend was, like, telling me to call the police. I'm like, all right. I called them. I told them, I was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. The people next door getting into it. You might want to go check on them because I like to go to bed. And... uh so while we're waiting for the cops to show up, they start getting louder. And, like, you start being able to hear them. And, like, now that I can hear what they're saying, I find out uh, it's a custody dispute thing. And the dude's about to, like, nab the child and book it out of there. Oh, my God. So then I call the police again. I'm like, oh, yeah, uh, you might want to hurry up because there might be a kidnapping about to happen. <laughs> Uh, they showed up, and I heard them talking to the people, and then both of the people were like, they were just like, you guys, okay? And they're like, yeah, yeah, we're fine. They're like, okay, well, you're disturbing the people around you, so is there anything we can talk with? And both the guy and the girl are like, no, no, it's fine. And I'm just listening to this, I'm like, bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they uh, left, but... Yeah, is that an asshole thing to do to, like, call the police and then call them again to let them know things are more serious than you? 
Honestly, I think you're a hero here. I think that was a great move. Mm -hmm. Okay, I didn't know if that would be, like, distracting them from other more important things to give them an update on a call they're already sending people to. (laughs) (laughs) I think it's funny that you tell them to hurry up, but... Because <laughs> I don't, I'm guessing the police don't do anything too slow, but, but yeah, I think I think you're you're in the, you're major in the clear on this one. I think that was a okay. great call. Yeah, like when they when they you know go from disturbing people to potentially kidnapping them, that's it's your duty to I, I would say to let them know. Like I've seen the kid around; it's tiny. Like yeah, it's not working so- yet. <laughs> Dude was, like, trying to steal a baby? Uh, yeah. When they were yelling, I couldn't hear what the guy was saying, but I could clearly hear the woman screaming, like, you can't just take her away, I'm her mother, like, over and over. And I'm like, oh, I could probably connect the dots and figure out <laughs> what the guy's trying to do here. Yeah. It's kind of like the reverse of the stereotype. Like, the usually it's like the... Like, a guy never takes the kid to go, like, stay with his parents while they figure shit out. Like, the guy takes the kid to go, like, fucking bury them in a field. So, I did, oh, I did notice after the police left, the dude by himself got in his car and went somewhere else. That's good. Blow off some steam somewhere else. Mm -hmm. Go clear your head. I always wonder um, if I, in my, like, you know, at my apartment by myself... And, like, if I ever, you know, like, did something real dumbass, like, slipped in the shower or just, like, on the floor, and, you know, I go down, like, a ton of bricks, like, would my downstairs neighbors call the cops? Like, would somebody call the cops and, like, or, like, you know, 911 and, like, come get me? Or would they just be like, eh, it's probably nothing as I just, like, die? Unless you're screaming, (laughs) I think you're going to just die, man. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> that's the thing like i think a lot of downstairs neighbors if they when they hear loud noises upstairs they just get kind of mad at you <laughs> but that being said when you're in an apartment i mean people will be able to hear you if you just start screaming like i fell in the tub call at fucking ambulance <laughs> uh, but uh no if i just fall on them out cold i'm probably dead then Uh-oh. or at um, least you know not getting uh, any help Nah, you gotta get a bath mat or life alert, either one. <laughs> like, yeah. do you think anybody ever, like, calls life alert with just, like, I, uh, I'm trying to open this can of beans and I, I just... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that happens. You got a lot of, deme- uh, I almost said demented, uh, like, dementia-ridden old people with those. <laughs> Doesn't demented just mean having dementia? This is, like, when I figured out that furniture is just, like, a form of the word furnish. Wow. Demented. Is there a rip-off life alert? Like, is there a cheaper one out there? <laughs> there's always somebody ready to scam old people. So. <laughs> yeah, there's gotta be. I'm there's always a market for cheap, shitty versions of stuff that normally and should cost a lot for what it's supposed to do. Like a similar thing, uh, one of Gigi's friends has been going climbing with us sometimes and, like, she wants to, like, buy her own gear and get into it, but, like, she's a real cheap motherfucker and she'll just be like i'm gonna buy this 15 dollar climbing harness i'm like no you don't (laughs) (laughs) best place to cut costs is the thing that's keeping you suspended on a cliff like oh yeah you should probably look to spend like i don't know 60 ish bucks on a 
first one, she's like, well, I just found this one for like $12. I'm like, yeah, because it's not going to work. <laughs> Dalva, you got an Am I an Asshole here to finish off our segment? I've seen a lot of people complain, and by a lot of people, I mean people I don't know on the internet, um, complaining about people who stand up right when an airplane lands. And I, I assume they're referring to, you know, people at the back or even in the middle of a plane who, even after the plane's at the gate, it's going to be at least 10, 15 minutes before you're off the plane. But I, if you, I guess my, my question here is, am I an asshole for standing up as soon as the plane lands if I'm in the, the aisle seat? No. Uh, for, I thought where you were going with this was, <laughs> I was imagining your seat is like towards the back of the plane, but the bathroom is like near the front and you plan, you like go to take a piss. And so then you're like pop right out when it, I might actually do that even if it makes me an asshole, but even that I would say in that case, you are an asshole, but only for like two minutes. Like no one's going to care about that after you get off. (laughs) Like it's one, like there's one bathroom. It's you're delaying them. (laughs) 30 seconds you know there you'll have like 10 people who notice and only two of them will really care and who cares what the like who the, like who gives a shit they'll probably yeah. be old people anyway so you know Dalby, i was gonna say to your original one though i i don't have a problem with that unless i'm the person who's sitting in like sitting in the seat like right in front of you because then it makes me anxious that i think you're gonna try and fucking cut me out out past the plane which i think is a total asshole move that's that's a fair that's a fair concern and it is a very asshole move to to cut people off even if like you can like the aisle is seemingly open like you don't know what this person like has to do like they might have to go across the aisle to get their stuff you know they there could be all sorts of things and if you're cutting somebody off just wait wait 10 more seconds it makes me so because there's such a predefined like there is definitely a predefined order like they stagger the seats or whatever on purpose like on a bus or on a plane pick your pick it's like you you just gotta wait one more row man like mm-hmm. uh, that, it's like a stoplight yeah yeah it's exactly what it is <laughs> like nobody likes how it works and it often doesn't go in their favor but you just have to do it there's a certain order sorry like your seat. Road 11 comes after road 10. That's just that's just what it is. <laughs> yeah. And I mean if you're not like in the first class or something, you're fuck no matter what. Yeah. Like nobody else is getting out of there fast. No. And you got to wait on your bags anyway. I will say too, um maybe part of their their anti-standing argument is if I I don't like it when people get up super early and then if I'm in the middle seat and they're taking all their bags out, like, right above me. I, I just, I guess my last point is, it's it's kind of a built-in part of choosing the aisle seat, is that you get to stretch your legs first. Yeah, isn't the unspoken rule kind of like aisle, you get to stretch, window, you get the window, and then if you're sitting bitch, you get priority, you get first uh, dibs on the armrests. That's how it should be. Although, there are a lot of armrest thieves on a plane, and normally I'm so non-confrontational, but I will not hesitate to fucking manspread the hell out of people <laughs> the second they go to scratch their nose. You have to. You have. You just got to be dominant about it. Yeah. A uh, quick little, possibly a life hack, I guess. Uh, I I didn't come up with this. I forget where I heard this, 
but I saw somebody write somewhere the point that uh, when you go to leave an airport, they don't check you to make sure the bags you took off the carousel actually are yours. Basically, <laughs> nothing stopping you from just stealing people's bags. <laughs> that's like a life nightmare. Like that's scary. <laughs> I've thought about this, but I mean. Unless you knew some place, like, unless you're just taking these, like, straight to a thrift store, like, I don't want a full thing in just some people's clothes. Yeah, I mean, you'd have to be a real monster to do it. (laughs) (laughs) I guess, like, that's the only thing keeping people from doing it, is that there probably won't be worth it. There's a surprising amount of uh, times out uh, in the world where... If you stop and think about it, the only thing keeping chaos from erupting is just that most people are generally behave decently. <laughs> Isn't that is that Locke? Like his is that the social contract? Yeah. Yeah. No, that's Locke. Yeah. I mean, I guess I, they would probably stop you if they saw a guy walking out of the airport with like ten. <laughs> so I'm gonna need you to describe the contents of at least four of these shirts, pants. Socks. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay, you know, one more thing that would, uh, and th- this is just a gripe, one more thing that would keep people from taking other people's bags is, you know, when you're waiting for the baggage claim and if burst starts going and everybody fucking swarms it, like flies to shit, and it's like people, like, <laughs> wait until you see your bag, then go up there and take it off. Like, it's not going to come any faster if you are boxing people out. You know? <laughs> no. You gotta Which crowd I... around the little hole where they all pop out. Exactly. Okay. My when we were talking about the like some creep taking these suitcases, I was just running through the logistics. Like my inner dentist came out. So you'd have to get like a <laughs> you'd have to get like a suitcase either that's so generic or like one of the you'd have to go for like the most popular suitcase in America or wherever your country you're flying out of at the time is, I guess. Or somehow have like scouted out creepily that someone else is going to have the suitcase because i think you'd it would, you'd you'd want to pass it off as like a oh mix a mix up a merry mix up yeah if you get caught of course and just put a fake address on on the on the fake luggage not to say that i would do any of this i'm just saying i think if someone were to do this <laughs> the oj style this is how <laughs> <laughs> this is how they would do it yeah and i mean it's not too hard if you just like hung out in front of the the bag checking and then you know just pretended to be on your phone like trying to get your boarding pass or some shit and it'd be pretty easy to scout out pretty easy to guess where these people are going or i mean fuck you could even overhear i'm just talking to the the airline employee yeah okay well not to say government we're doing any of these things (laughs) Yeah, I'm going to lose my TSA pre-check because of this, and I'm going to be very upset. (laughs) Shit. Okay, one last thought about this creeper dude stealing a luggage. If someone's going to go through this, like, like, they would only want to do it because they'd either, like you said, find a ring or something, treasure, or because, like, they want to live in somebody else's clothes, right? (laughs) I mean, haven't there been, like, a bunch of fucking Reddit confessionals of... People doing weird shit like that, probably made up just to get up votes. He's like, yeah, I have to confess that, you know, I was an airline employee and I used to, like, look at people's stuff and then just, like, shit and cum and everything. <laughs> but, I mean, I have to believe that even if that isn't true, like, it's 
probably possible that those people do exist. Yeah. Even if they're not airline employees. Yeah. <laughs> There's no way you don't notice if somebody shit and came in your luggage. <laughs> when, when in the process are they shitting and coming in the luggage? <laughs> Where is it that they have enough, like, alone time with the luggage? Like, there's not just one guy doing all of it. Like, they're either on the carousel or they're out. There's the guys, like, out on the tarmac moving it around. But, like, everybody can see you if you start dropping your pants out. <laughs> I guess at the same time, you'd have one person be the shitter and one person be the comer. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe. It probably doesn't take too long to scout out, like, the fellow pervert. I mean, there's got to be a subreddit for those people to meet up with each other. (laughs) I'm always thinking about getting into the Reddit community, but then we have a conversation like this, and I'm like, ah, no. Okay, I think uh, that'll wrap up our Am I an Asshole segment for this, this week. Solid one, I think. What did we end up with? To not want or no no assholes this week I think. Uh, I think I thought we agreed Dalvi's thing could be an asshole sometimes if he's cutting in front of somebody. Right yeah yeah depending on other actions and yeah. or motives yeah. Sweet and Jeffers you're even I think you got hero status honestly. Mm-hmm. Maybe you'll inspire more people to not hesitate to prevent a kidnapping. Yeah, you never know. Come on, listeners. So I, I had a question I was thinking of, kind of related to this. Do we... Well, okay, it's a two-part question. First part doesn't really have anything to do with it, but... Uh, is Ken Bone still alive? <laughs> Has there been any activity on his Reddit account? Part B of the question is, like, would we would we know if he's dead? Like, is that a... Like, would that be national I bet we'll find out when he's dead well you know what we could do like that could be our claim to fame like we could put out a fake like Ken Bone is dead like tweet like RIP from talking shit and TV we offered our condolences to the Bone family and then it'd go viral and then Ken Bone would be like I'm still alive guys but we'd already be famous well it's a shame to hear about his untimely death then do you think if someone if he was like egregiously murdered that would that would be enough to bring the country together on something i mean uh, he's he the only person who brought the country together during like the most shit show presidential debate so i think he it actually would be a great way to mend fences is ken bones life worth that <laughs> no <laughs> it is kind of sad and disheartening though like the fact that like like he's definitely kind of a sleazy dude but he's not like anybody important he's just some random man who would just wanted to know more about how the country's doing and then like reddit just like destroyed his life but how do you feel about when like the twitter or insta or just any kind of social media there's just a huge backlash against somebody popular at the moment, and they dig through all their old tweets or all their old posts just to find something bad to either... I don't know. I don't know what the purpose of it is. I guess to get them fired or... 
Like, how do you feel about that? Like, is that an asshole move, or is it, like, they tweeted bad things, so is, should they come up, but even if it was five years, like, ten years ago? Are you saying this because of Dan Harmon? He's one of many. I mean, yeah. him, uh... Yeah, I think it's a bit of a dick move, mainly because the people doing, like, doing the digging, they don't, they're not actually mad about the racist tweet from five years ago. They're just getting off on the, on getting people in trouble. Exactly. Like if you were really passionate about doing something about that whole, whatever issue it is, I feel like there's a million better ways to help than digging up someone's Twitter history. (laughs) Do they get a thrill out of like sitting on their couch and hearing that, James Gunn got fired, or Dan Harmon's <laughs> old video resurfaced, and now he's gonna go drink himself to death. Like, I just don't understand what they're getting out of it. I think it's just a power thing. Yeah, like, I think you're absolutely right. Like, they couldn't do anything back in the day if you were just some piece of shit, but now you can be a piece of shit with access to a computer. And you can be a. Uh, People who have nothing else going on in their life who just need some kind of control or feel some kind of power rush. Yeah. <sighs> Definitely. I don't know. It's just like at what part, like at, at what point has it like been long enough in your past where you can like, no, this was just like an asshole trying to character assassinate me, you know? No, well, I think it's got to be a spectrum type of thing. Like, I don't know. Like, I can't, like, I, there's a difference between someone going to a Nazi, whatever, Nazi fest, and somebody tweeting gay boy five years ago. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Depends what you... I think if you did go to a Nazi fest five years ago and you have renounced it, though, I think the move you got to do is before anyone else could call you out on it, you got to, like, write an article that just said, I used to be a Nazi and here's why I'm not anymore. (laughs) Just own up to it, Mm -hmm. yeah? I I think you just got to get ahead of it. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> our next question here uh we were talking last week about how netflix is kind of stumbling or i don't know if i'd say struggling but definitely aren't what they used to be so would it be something that they should think about to to get into porn streaming porn i, I think this one's a no-brainer i mean absolutely <laughs> <laughs> and i mean like you know I've never paid for porn in my life, but, like, you know, paying for it just kind of as an offshoot of, you know, a a portion of your Netflix subscription cost. Like, imagine, like, the quality they could put out if they produced their own. Netflix original porno? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I think you just... If they're going to do that, they need to make sure you can... That the porn is not a part of, like, your all your recommended TV shows when you see when you <laughs> log in. Like, what about, like, an incognito mode? Yeah, it'd have yeah. to be something like that. I mean, it could just be, like, automatically, like, any porn designated as porn, like, will not show up in your history unless you opt to show it in your history. Because, like, sometimes you, you like, you're the only one that uses the account, you might want to pick up where you left off, you know? <laughs> Not everybody yeah. can make it through a 40-minute video. <laughs> and they might have good auto-recommendations. You never know. 
You could. <laughs> yeah, I guess some people might want to opt into that. Yeah, or you could have like a pin just for like your own users. So even if you have like four account, like four people sharing an account, you could have like you know to you log into your person. You my pin's like four five two one or something, and then what? there's all the porn. Well, don't they have some porns on Netflix? Cause, uh, That's a great idea for them. That would be a distinguisher. And I bet people would pay like an extra four ninety nine a month if you could add that on or something. Yeah. Uh, like Dally was saying, I've never done it, but like people who do pay for porn, they all swear by it. Netflix does have like the the 4K Dolby, Dolby Vision and everything, so it's got fantastic uh, quality. All right, well, Netflix, there you go. You're a winner now. Just go do that real quick. You'd crush it. And they could, like, shape up the porn industry a little bit. Everyone would love shooting porns for Netflix because they're so safe, and they let them do whatever they want, and there's no blah, blah, blah. There you mm-hmm. go. Some people might get pissed, though, when every month they have to take down some of them. And... If they could add, like, a... Um a button or like just an option to permanently download like anything that Netflix straight up owns. Like, cause you know, I've seen like house of cards or like whatever, like Netflix original DVDs and like target. And I was like, you know, why don't they just offer you the option like in the application to like, no, just download this to your computer for like $5 just right here and now. Yeah. That'd be a good... I, I think it's kind of bullshit how you're not allowed to own things on computers anymore. So... Yeah. Uh, Jeffers, you got anything else for us? Life hack for, for anybody. Uh, if you're looking to save money on your next uh, plane trip, uh, flights are way, way cheaper on 